0: Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, the Renaissance Man, wanting to wish you and yours a happy holidays. This week's theme is giving is the greatest gift. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast presented by the New York Post. A show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. You know, it's the holiday season. And you know the greatest gift that you, you, and you can give me? It's a five-star rating. Leave me a comment and let me know who you would like me to have as a guest in 2021. This week's theme is giving is the greatest gift. So let me take you back. Let me paint the scene. Early 70s, Northwest Side, Detroit, Michigan. It's Christmas time. I got some fond memories. Ain't nothing like Christmas. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And what I mean is... It's not just about Christmas Day. It's a celebration of life and of family and of giving and sharing that culminates on Christmas morning in most households. It's the lights, it's the trees, it's the Christmas carols, it's the music. It's so very festive waiting for Santa When is Rudolph going to arrive in his one horse sleigh? Talking about it at school with your classmates, believing in Santa. Christmas time is my favorite time of the year. So I know everyone loves being Crosby. And you can't get enough of the record breaking Christmas carols that you hear from Mariah Carey. However, In my household, it's the Temptations, trying to hit this note, Silent Night, or Run DMC. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom cook a chicken in collard greens. Those were the classics. And like Killer Mike once said on this show, "Outcast Players Ball was actually a Christmas record. All the players play, all the players came from far and wide When afros and braids. These are classics. Christmas time. I'll tell you a couple of things that happened that were so very memorable and probably my favorite gifts. First off, when you're the youngest of four, It's hand-me-down heaven. And what I mean by that is the food in the kitchen, the clothes on your back, the socks on your feet, they're probably something that your brother and or sister has already worn. So Christmas Day, if you can write out a list, oh, I was the best at writing out a list. As a matter of fact, I would actually put where you can buy it. See, this is before Google. This is before Amazon. I will put exactly where you could buy it. And you ready for this? And how much it cost. I made sure I wrote the letter out. And I'll tell you, I got great penmanship. I put it in cursive. I make sure it was neat. No mistakes. Nothing crossed out, but I noticed the trend years and years in a row, 90% of the things that I asked for on my list, I never got. And so therefore, there was one Christmas. I wanted it so bad, so bad. Saw it. Mattel. I wanted a race car track. Yeah, I had a couple of Model T cars, but I wanted an actual race car track that I could take my time, set up the obstacle course, and then charge up the cars. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I set it up, created the obstacle course. I ran it all day, all night, all night. All day. And another one of my favorite gifts. You ready for another one of my favorite gifts? The electric throwback. Original. Football board. See, I know a lot of you youngsters out there. You're like, what is an electric football game? Well, that's exactly what it was. You had the Steelers. You had the Packers. You had the Cowboys. Of course we made our Detroit Lions, and you know how you made them different besides just the colors that they came in? Oh, you dressed them up with some napkins, some paper towel, gave them some flavor, gave them some colors. Oh, another one. What about the handheld football game? I think it was Hasbro. Oh, man, play all day. Up, down, up, down, up, down, down, up, down, up, up, down, up, up, down, up, down. Going from screen to screen to screen, the screen, the screen, the screen. As you can see, I was a video game junkie. So those are some of my favorite gifts. I got a dirty secret. Parents, you riding in the car, you in the kitchen preparing a holiday dish, cover up your kids ears right now. I do not want to spoil any surprises, but for so many years... And I'm giving you another chance. Cover up any kid's ears right now. Because for so many years, I truly believed that I was writing Santa when I was writing my mom. So leaving out the milk and cookies, that was for my mom. And you know what I did one year? Because my mother loved milk. But she like it mixed with Pepsi. Yes, milk and Pepsi. And let me tell you what made me realize that it was my mom. You ready for this? We didn't have a chimney. So I remember certain times like, I'm going to make sure the doors locked. I'm going to make sure the windows locked. If Santa come, we don't have a chimney. So how is he going to get in? It wasn't that I didn't want the gifts. Of course, I wanted the gifts, but I wanted to see how Santa really got in. And then when I realized that Santa couldn't come to our house because we had no chimney, no fireplace, I started to make sure that I left the letters. I left the gifts for my dear mom. Let's talk about the sacrifices that my mom made. In order for not only my Christmas, but for my brothers and sisters' Christmas to come true. When you're the youngest of four and your mom is a single parent and she works as a key puncher at Chrysler, that's a blue collar gig. That's one of those jobs when it's like you can ask your mom for a dollar or you can ask your mom, can we like have some Coney Island tonight? You can ask for whatever you want on your Christmas list, but you started to realize that you weren't getting those items. It wasn't because you were loved less. It was because that your mom just didn't have it. And then I realized something. During the holidays, my mother started picking up extra gigs. She started working at the Shea Bo Lounge. She sure did. Bartender. I used to go with her sometime. I used to be in the car counting my tips because I was one of the guys going to the cigarette machine for the adults, getting them extra cherries for their drink, getting them extra lemons or limes, playing songs in the jukebox. So I remember those holiday times where I felt like I had money. Even though it's probably like eight or nine dollars, felt like I was rich. And so when I did get gifts like the Hasbro football game or the Electric football game or a racetrack or an Atari twenty six hundred, those were the type of things that I never took for granted because not only did I know my mother worked extremely hard from sunup to sundown, but she was willing to take on extra gigs during the holiday to make sure it was gifts under the tree. Although it felt so very good to look under the tree and realize some of my dreams were coming true and I was getting some of the things I asked for, you know what felt even better? And that's why I wanted to name this episode Giving is the greatest gift is when I got drafted and I looked at my mother and I told her, I wanted you to retire. So just the opportunity to buy my mother a house and move her out of the hood and have a place that we all could congregate created a level of success and happiness and achievement that no championship, no score of the game could ever eclipse. And as you start to realize, there's a giver and there's a receiver. And of course, I appreciated all of the gifts that I was ever given and each of the sacrifices that my mom made in order to put a smile on my face or to warm my heart. As I started to become a professional, I learned there was no greater feeling than being the actual giver. So with that being said, that's why the theme of this episode is "Given" is the greatest gift. We live in a world not where everyone is as fortunate as their neighbor. 2020 was hard. A lot of businesses shut their doors. A lot of people are out of work. If you're able to, it's important. That we give to others. One reason I like to give is because giving makes me happy. That's right. Giving makes me happy. Seeing the smiles, gratitude, and expression on the faces of the people that I love, or even a complete stranger, makes me feel good inside. Another thing I've learned from giving throughout the years, giving inspires giving people who have been on the receiving end of kindness. I find tend to pay it forward and give to others, even when they have hardly anything to give. Giving has also taught me responsibilities. Sometimes when I give, I have to make sacrifices at times That means watching my spending habits and being more frugal during the month. The funny thing is, when I've done this, I've often learned that I don't need a lot to be happy. Sometimes less is truly more. Lastly, giving is easy. I know when we think of gifts, we think about the type that goes under the tree. But, There are so many ways to give that don't cost a thing. You could give your time. You could give your warmth and friendship. You could give a listening ear or shoulder to lean on. You can give knowledge and wisdom. Like Winston Churchill once said, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. I'm Jalen Rose. The Renaissance Man, I love you and happy holidays.